you know, when I stopped to think about how parenting through this time, this, you know, parenting through COVID, it's one of those things that's, that I, you know, like the past two years have been a great ride, um, you know, and just when you think about all of the things that you, that you were like all the, pretty much the freedom that you had prior to COVID, it makes you just think that, oh, dang, like, it's almost like we took stuff for granted. Now, for me, being a, being a parent before this, like a foster parent before this, you know, like come and go, leave, all the other stuff, go to storage, you ain't got to wear a mask and all that. But I still maintain those practices of just being sanitary because, you know, I've always said kids are nasty, you know, um, in my experience, you know, dealing with toddlers, you know, you really had a, you know, they want to touch everything. They want to put things in their mouth. They want to touch the floor, do all that. Like they have no sense of, of what's nasty and what's, you know, not nasty. So for me, like just, you know, looking at how things have changed now that, you know, we have to wear masks, we have to, you know, like you go to the store. Well, I will, I will say now that you, like, you know, like, you used to be able to go to the store and get, you know, like Dollar Tree and get um, disinfectant spray. You barely can find that now. Um, but, and then, or like sanitizer or disinfectant wipes. Like, for that, for a good past two months, it was one of those things that, you know, you weren't able, things weren't as easily accessible. Now, you can go to the store there. Like, they don't have the restrictions of waiting outside, but they you do have to maintain your social distance. Um, there, there is a little bit more product. Like there's definitely more water. There's definitely more toilet paper and tissue, but the stuff like the disinfectants and stuff, some, some places don't really carry as much as they did, but shoot, like you go to, I think I went to Ross or not Ross, Dee Dee's, uh, no Ross and Dee's, they had a whole section dedicated to masks and sanitizer. Granted, it's not as cheap as it was, like a dollar, but, you know, it just depends on where you go. But there's some places that actually have more of that protective, you know, that PPE um, over other stores. So, hey, I was uh, at Walmart and this lady, she, um, well, no, no, I was in Walmart. I saw that there was like maybe six cans of disinfectant. And I was like, oh, snap. I said, I need to jump on this, you know, you know, but, you know, for the time that it's there because it's not like you can just go to other stores and just grab it. And this lady, she was like, is that this, this lady came up and she was like, is that disinfectant? And I said, yeah. She, uh, she was like, oh, she said, well, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some too. And I, she was like, I don't want to, you know, I know like, well, she was like, I know that I shouldn't be taking more than like one or two, but I mean, Hey, you got to get it while you can. I said, that's very true, you know, but, um, some stores you go to, they still have that, you know, one, the quantity of one or or two per household. And then you got some that, you know, you just take them. Cause I went to, I went to family dollar and got two cans of disinfectant spray. And I thought the cashier was going to halt me when she, when she was checking me out. But I'm like, I didn't see no sign. So you can't, you know, you can't restrict people if you, there ain't no sign for, you know, for a restriction. So, but um, just dialing it back a little bit, you know, just to, you know, because I was on a, on the break, as I had discussed in like the last episode, um, I was on a break whenever the pandemic hit and I went from, you know, not having kids. I had a good like three months of no kids, came home. 
I just, you know, I went to work and I came home. Work, home, work, home. Only time with the store was in the morning, you know, like I covered all that. But when I actually got the call to, you know, get the kids that I have now, you know, it was one of those things that was like, you know, dang, like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Like, I had to work really hard to make sure I had daycare and all that stuff. And I'm just thankful that everything came together um, the way it needed to, you know, so I will say that. But um, one thing is that, um, I managed, you know, I was thankful I had, you know, support around me. I still was cautious about, you know, like I didn't, wasn't able to just go to people's house like I used to and all that. And then it's all about everyone's comfort level too. Like, it's one of those things that like, you just can't go to people's house all, all freely, you know, and then maybe some people don't want you in their house. Maybe people don't want all that contact, especially when it like three months ago, when I first got them, like, like tread lightly, you know, like we had just got back into the like they really mandated masks at the time back in July. Now, you know, you do have to wear your mask wherever you go. But I, my kids, my foster kids were already used to it because they had to do it in daycare. So they know to keep their masks on, not to play with it. Like I don't play when it comes to the masks and all that. But um, I one thing I want to touch on is just like the things that we had to do. Um, you know, through all this, because, you know, when kids have visits, um, weekly visits to see their parents, we, um, had to eliminate that whole go into the in-office and like in-person visits to Zoom and all that. And I had never even really had much contact with parents before with any of the kids that I had, except for maybe one or two times. But this time actually was way more smooth and way better because, yeah, I had to interact with the parents more and you never know how the parents are going to, you know, receive you. You know, they might, you know, I've heard a lot of stories in which some parents, some, some parents of the, of the foster kids, they just, didn't like the foster parents. They, you know, had that, you know, that mindset of, you know, they, they're the ones that took my kid and da, 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 which is not even like that. But, um, honestly, I would say that this is probably the, one of the best times that I had like a good, good somewhat communication with the parents because I had to initiate the zoom calls, you know, I had to text them. And I mean, I didn't text them like, you know, from like my personal number, like you do have to have precautions and protect yourself at all costs. But it was, you know, I did everything that I could to ensure my safety and all that, or my protection, my coverage. Um, so I, I am thankful for that, but, you know, just to have really, you know, we had good zoom meetings, but the one thing that I did not like about the zoom meetings is that I really got to see the interaction, not in person, but between my, the, my foster kids and their parent over the phone or the iPad or tablet or whatever it is. But for me, I had like, you know, like the hardest part of all that because, you know, in general, you would, like, take your kid or a CPS would arrange transport and, you know, they go and then you either pick them up or they get transported back. It's not, that's not always the case for everybody. But for me, like, we had, you know, the virtual visits going on. The hardest part was the fact that they could not actually physically touch them. It was all virtual. So I had to deal with a lot of crying fits and tears and all that mess, which was a lot. It was a lot because I've never had an experience seeing the kid act act up or act a certain way due to the visit. So when we actually started the in-person visits, like maybe a month or so later, 
it was way better. I'm like, thank God I don't have to deal with all this crying and all this mess. I remember the first time we actually had, it was back in August. We, I don't know, it was like a good month and a half of virtual. And then August started the in-person and it was good. Um, but I was, I had to see how it was really going to be the kid, like the kids came home there. Um, like two of them were just crying. The other one, he was, he was good, but overnight he had a, he had a rough time. Like you, like these visits and stuff really do take a toll on the kids. Like it, it is a lot sometimes, you know, and it's a lot for the foster parent too, because we have to see it, you know, and then sometimes you don't know how you really want to comfort the kids. Sometimes the kids don't want to be comforted. Sometimes there just ain't not a darn thing you can do. You know, like with this bunch, I had a six-year-old and two seven-year-olds. They, they dealt with a lot of emotions and I've never had to deal with that because mind you, my last kid was, was nine. These were six and seven. So like I had never dealt with older kids. It was either two-year-olds, a baby, or like a four-year-old, you know, so that's kind of how I had to deal with it. But, you know, I will say that I am, um, like I had to learn how to cope, how, how, how I had to cope myself and then how they had to cope and how I went about, you know, mending those fences of, you know, how can I be there for you and all that stuff? Because sometimes you feel so help, helpless. You you feel extremely helpless when you cannot, like, really care for the kid the way you would want to. Because some kids just have that guard. They're like, nah, like, I'm not about that life, you know? So, but um, I will say that we made it through, and when I started communicating and talk to them, like, okay, hey, this, this, why don't you try this? Why don't you do that? Um, or, or try not to cry this time, you know. Or it's, I mean, it's okay to cry. Just, you know, you don't have, you know, just try to control your emotions a little bit. Like I, I had a lot of different tools to tell the kid, you know, tell the kids to make it better for them. I learned a lot of effective communication. I will say that. Um, for a fact, um, and just talking to the kids, like that's just something that you always got to do. Like just talk, you know, that's the biggest thing is communication with kids. Give them an understanding. Like, uh, like, I'm sorry that, you know, you didn't get to go home. Like, cause you, you didn't get to go home with your parents, you know, after seeing them. Like I've never dealt with kids that really like were so big on wanting to go home. And I guess it's because it's the, because they're older, you know. So I think now when I look at it, I'm just like, it's you know, you, you really see how things affect kids, you know. And it's just it sucks sometimes that you know your kids get removed and all that. But I would say it's it was even harder, you know, parenting through COVID. Like I will say that it definitely was harder because. I had to learn a lot more. I had to learn how to go about stuff. I had to do a lot of things to protect myself and to protect the kids. I work in nursing. So I really have to go out of my way to ensure that that I'm good, that my kids are good, that I'm safe, my kids are safe. I don't know why in the world people think that this isn't real. Um, I feel like the people who say that have like don't work in healthcare or don't you know or or saw it in in the in front of their own eyes like you know having to lock down a building not being able to let 
people come in to see the people in nursing, like the residents. Like it was a lot, you know, and I was I was used to, you know, it work like if I had kids and I had to bring them to work, I would, you know, because I, I won't say like it's I mean, it, it is very frowned upon. But, you know, sometimes like I'm in management, so I um like I don't make a habit of it, but if I really need to, I got to because you know, like I don't have, I like I have great support now than I had ever did before. You know, it was a lot along the way, but I will say that I learned to manage it. So the fact that I couldn't bring my kids, you know, to work, and who wants to bring their kids to work anyway? Like I was used to bringing like one or you know two around the time, but I never really had to. Like I've had a lot of instances of having to bring kids to work, and I'm thankful that I had a boss who really understood me and did everything that she could to ensure that I could leave at this time. If I was late, if I needed off, like, like it's great. And, and I feel like for me, I, that's a disclaimer. Like I, if I go on a new job or whatever, or interview, I say, Hey, I'm a foster parent. Like I, there are going to be times I have to do this or I have to do that. Like I can't like, yes, I give 110% to my job, but I also got to give 210% to who, you know, my kids. So you know, some 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 people are considerate, some people aren't. I don't expect no one to ever be considerate of me, but I pray for favor and grace and all that everywhere, every day where I go, you know, because I want, I always try to be considerate, considerate of others before they ever consider of me. That's just, you know, how I am. But um, just given how things have been through parenting, through COVID, it's just, you know, it's been an eye opener. It's just it's just making me take even better precautions, even for the next for the next kids that I get or just how we move forward and all that. And so I definitely will say, people, just wear your mask, wash your hands, protect yourself, because, you know, if the folk that think is not real, it's very real. You know, I've seen people, you know, die from it, you know, like just working in the field I do and, you know, like protect yourself at all costs. That's what I say. You know, protect your elderly, protect your kids, protect your everyone, you know. So I just, you know, I hate that people have that mindset. But um, but yeah, it just it wasn't easy, you know, for this stage. But um, I'm thankful to be able to have a chance to protect kids, to, to help them, to save them, all that, you know, give them a whole new outlook on on life. You know, um, you know, because I mean, no, no, it's not ideal to be in foster care, but it's what you make it. And if you have really good foster parents, you know, that really want to pour into kids and take the time out for the kids, it's a great thing. I remember when we were doing the virtual um, visits and one of my kids, they were talking to their grandmother and the grandmother told them, they're like, oh, you are in great hands. I heard a lot about the foster parent you're with, and he is great. Like, he is top-notch. And the fact that someone could say that, you know, like a a, a grandmother say that to the kid, then speaking of me, like, in, in that degree, like, it was great. Like, it was awesome. So, it makes me, it, it shows me that I'm doing something right. You know, I'm I'm making it work, you know, and I'm thankful for that. So, yeah, um, I feel like the next, this one is, this episode was definitely short and sweet. Um, so I believe this next episode, um, will be the last of this, um, series of parenting through COVID. Um, so, you know, the first time we, the first episode, the last episode with, um, 
Jerrica, we discussed, um, you know, just like how things were in general, like going to stores and, you know, how you go about this, how you go about that, you know, in this state. This episode, I just wanted to just divulge in just some emotional things and just um, just how I felt with a lot of the things and, you know, from the visits and stuff like that and just the temperament of my kids. And then the next episode, um, you know, after this will be... Um, you know, schooling. So I definitely want to touch on that um, because that's, you know, I have a lot to say on that. Um, But um, I do have a very special um, uh, additive to this episode. Um, So I definitely want y'all to listen, um, you know, stay on to, you know, to hear just my interaction with the kids. I've recorded us um, in the car um, and I um, definitely would love for y'all just to hear how we just interact. Um, And so uh, my next episode will be coming soon, but I just want you to hear this little attachment, just a little snapshot into the life that I've been living, you know, as a foster parent and just how I am with these kids. Um, I have a lot more to share and I'm thankful to have a platform to share it on. So um, yeah, so here is a little tidbit, a little clip. No, not that so how do y'all like going to school? Well, I like going to school with... I like going to school with the bus. Me too. Me too. With the bus? Yes. Y'all don't even take the bus. Yes. I want a bus. We took a bus before. I'm talking about now. What? I said, yeah, I'm talking about now. I'm going to take a bus. Do y'all like going to the school y'all go to? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. Why do you say kind of? I mean a lot. Like kind of and a lot is two, two different things. I mean, Have y'all had any issues? No, no. Are y'all making friends? No, no. Y'all ain't making no friends? No, no. Y'all ain't got no friends in school? Really? Yeah. How do you not have friends in school? Because, because, because they won't, they won't be friends with me. I say, do you want to be friends with me? And they say, you should do a friend. His name is Hallie, and Hallie's my friend. Hallie's not my friend. Yeah. Hallie said, Hallie said that that you play with her. I got time for that. Nah. I need you to work on your writing. Uh, can you type? Yeah. You know how to use a computer? Yeah. I can use a computer to type. I can type a Chromebook. You know how to type on the computer? Yeah. We can type. Why yes. We can type. I can type back in. I can type on um, my spelling words. I can type. 
But can you write your spelling words? Why are you talking about typing them? Can you write your spelling words? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. What, what will you use? Lord. What you got TikTok on yourself for? Mm-hmm. We, got, we got TikTok on his phone at his house. I got TikTok on my phone at my house. My mama's house. Well, we don't do TikTok. I do. Over here. That's I cool. do TikToks at school. Because my computer has TikToks. And I do it every day. Yeah. I don't do no TikTok. I do. So does Leah. She, she makes anyway, herself. Anyway. Anyway.